Hi, and thanks for downloading that B-Word podcast. This is your beautiful bipolar host, Becky. I am coming to you from outside today because it's really nice here and I just couldn't stand to stay inside for another minute of it. So if you hear like wind or people playing basketball or baseball, or there's actually a lot of people out in the park today. That's where I am. I'm in uh, the park near my house and it's pretty awesome out. It's like not too hot, a little chilly, but it feels nice. So I can't complain too much about, well, the weather today at least. <laughs> yeah, I think I might do this more often if the audio turns out okay on this. It's kind of nice and relaxing and gives you a chance to think about what you want to say instead of just like staring at a screen, which will inevitably just make you lose your concentration. I don't know if that does that to everybody, but a screen is guaranteed to make me go, wait, what was I doing? (laughs) So, I mean, I do that anyway, but it's even worse when I'm in front of a computer or anything. So, well, I guess technically on my phone right now, but I'm not using it, just using it as a recorder. I'm also on this really queak, queaky, really creaky swing. So if you hear some creakiness, like change swinging, (laughs) chains swinging, that's that's me. I'm not in a dungeon. I'm just on a creaky old swing. So today, well, this week actually, it's been kind of an interesting week for me. About five days ago, I want to say, maybe four, uh, my doctor, at my request, switched the medicine I was on. Um, one of them anyway. I've been taking Seroquel for quite some time. Probably the longest I've ever been on anything, really. But... It has a couple side effects I'm not thrilled about. It, one, it's known to make you cause weight, to cause weight gain. And I really can't afford to gain any weight. And two, it is incredibly um, tired making, sedating. And that was to the point where it would, I don't know, it just, I felt like I was tired all the time. Not necessarily numbed, at, well, maybe a little numbed out, but tired all the time. So because of those two things, I thought I'd talk to her and see what we could do. Well, she put me on this new med called Vralar. And, and so I've been on that for about five days. The first couple of days, I was weaning off the Seroquel as well. Now I'm off it completely. It, oof, they're excited over there. Oof, who knew the basketball was so full of drama? There's a swing. So she put me on Vralar, which is, she, she read to me the stats on the weight gain, and it's like 2% of people, two to 3% of people on Vralar report weight gain. I thought that was tolerable because at least just from my anecdotal evidence, talking to people on the internet and reading forums and such, the weight gain percentage for Seroquel is like, I don't know, like 50 or more. So 
I think tea was definitely an improvement. Well, what was he ever heard? Oh, and it's not as, it's not as much of a sedative as the Seroquel is. So that's both good and bad. It's good because I feel like I'm in my body more now. <laughs> I guess I'm more awake and I feel slightly more able to function. Um, although I still have sleep problems. As soon as I got off the circle completely, well, I stopped being able to get to sleep at a regular time. Excuse me, or at a regular time. Anyway, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Because... Getting... Well, not getting enough sleep, obviously, is just a precursor to some sort of mood episode. Who knows what? With me, it could literally be anything. I'm... Not feeling... I'm not manic, but I can feel it kind of like maybe wanting to creep up. So we'll see. But as of right now, I just kind of feel good. And I doubt that this medicine is actually like fully, fully taken effect yet, right? Because it's been what, five days? Nothing works in five days. But, uh. Alright, should be less windy right here, <laughs> hopefully. That squirrel is just fearless. Anyway. <laughs> Pretty funny all the teenagers and preteens are looking at me like I'm some sort of wild animal. A free-range woman. What's she doing here with no children? So I don't have a interview for today because, and I've got to be honest... I've really been slacking on getting them set up lately. With everything, I got really busy. Well, that's just an excuse. I did get really busy, but anyway. So, end result, I have a few people that I have lined up to get going, but nothing yet. So, this is going to be a hostful is, is that what they call it on Nerdist a host a hostful episode so that means I have to think about things to talk about <laughs> I guess I can just talk about like this past week it's been interesting because well of course you get a med change you get all kinds of like fun new things happening for me Last night, it was a night that, again, I couldn't sleep, and I was, oh, my poor husband, I was annoying him so badly, <laughs> he, um, there's a, that squirrel just tried to eat a napkin, oh, there's three squirrels, hold on, what's going on here? I think I'm inside a squirrel nest. Well, they're little babies. Look at them. They're little. Aww. Probably shouldn't get too closer. You know, I'll get rabies or something. They'll bite me and get. I'll get rabies. Oh, that one must be making a nest. That's why I got this. 
Afghans. Oh, there's another one. Oh my god. There's like one, two, three, four, five. Five that I can see. How big are squirrel families anyway? That one's a little baby. <laughs> this is the best podcast ever. I just get to sit here and look at squirrels. Okay, you guys are... Oh, I'm sorry. I won't hurt you. Yes, I know. I'll go this way. Anyway, enough of the wildlife. So yeah, last night I was... I don't know, keyed up or something. And I kept waking up my husband. It was just one of those days where... So yeah, I kept waking up my husband. I'm not even sure why. I just had that expansive feeling, I guess is a good word for it. Expansive? Where you just kind of feel like you're kind of going to explode a little bit. I don't know if that's even... Maybe that's just... I don't even know if that's a thing. It could just be me. (laughs) But... It was, well, it was really annoying for him. I didn't get to bed until, like, sometime after two, I think. Which is too late for me. (laughs) Because I have to do work in the mornings and stuff like that. So I got to bed around two-something. And, of course, the second that I, like, start to, like, drift into sleep my dog starts barking and let me tell you my dog barking I might have mentioned it before he's a big dog with a little dog bark so he has the most the loudest most piercing voice or bark that I've ever heard a dog have he doesn't bark a lot but when he does it is piercing and it just grips my insides like a vice. (laughs) It's awful. But anyway. So of course, as soon as I start to fall asleep, I gotta take the dog out because of course it's my fault. I've been up and down all night. It's my fault he's up and wanting to go out and all that. I'm getting back to my car now. I have to plug in. (laughs) Also, it should be really nice and quiet in here now. Anyway, so... I had also just dyed my hair that day. So, of course, I, uh, I don't know. I was kind of excited about that. Because it turned out pretty good. So, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I'm not tired. And I wasn't tired this morning, actually. I woke up this morning ready to go. It was... I didn't even hit the snooze button, which the past few months I have been hitting that snooze button hard, really hard, (laughs) but not today. And today was pretty good. I got a lot done. I was being very efficient. Sorry, that kind of cut out there. My car has Bluetooth in it and my phone just connected to the Bluetooth and the audio through that is just terrible. So... 
I just cut it out. Sorry about that. You missed my riveting story about meeting a St. Bernard named Lucy. It was pretty epic. So I hope everybody enjoyed that little jaunt through the park. And now we'll get down into some news and reviews. So this first story is really interesting. It's so interesting. I think I'm just going to read it because I don't want to miss anything. It is from the website prnewswire.com. So prnewswire.com. So, I mean, it's PR, so take it with a tiny little grain of salt. But the article is titled Bipolar Disorder Breakthrough, Cause of Mania Depression Cycling Identified. Ooh, exciting, right? So a Walsh Research Institute scientist will prevent... present a new theory of bipolar disorder at the annual meeting with the APA in New York City on May 8th. After studying individual brain neurons, glial cells, and ion channels for over four years, Dr. William Walsh and Robert A. DeVito, MD, believe they have solved many of the bipolar mysteries that have puzzled researchers for a century, including the causes and mechanisms of bipolar switching. Skip, skip, blah, blah. Everything we know about bipolar disorder. Okay, where was I? Walsh, founder of nonprofit organization in Naperville, Illinois, will prevent, <laughs> can't say present, will present their findings during the APA's new research session. They found a single mechanism, a lost ability to form proper resting potentials in parts of the brain could cause bipolar disorder. This was a surprise since most experts believe bipolar is a very complex disorder with a multitude of causes and predisposing factors. The potassium ion gradient across the neuron's membrane, blah, blah, lots of science. Um, Let's skip past the science. (laughs) Disabled brain sites slowly recover and mania returns due to reduced potassium outflow while clearance mechanisms continue to operate. In absence of effective treatment, a person may be trapped in a lifelong cycle of mania and depression. The investigators believe bipolar onset occurs when epigenetic insults trigger sudden and permanent changes in expression of numerous ion channel genes. I thought that was really interesting. Um, Epigenetic changes uh, or basically changes to your genetic code that aren't inherited. They're caused by something else. So hundreds of genes collaborate to to produce rest potentials explaining why a dominant bipolar gene has never been found for this disorder that runs so strongly in families. The theory, this theory explains A, the frequent causes of sudden onset, B, why the condition does not go away after onset, and C, the important roles of emotional trauma, physical injury, and environmental insults. And I think by insults, they just mean injury, right? So that's really really fascinating. Definitely gives credence to the idea that trauma can kind of jumpstart bipolar in a way, I guess. And that kind of explains in a way why not everybody with bipolar has experienced trauma, but there seems to be a large percentage of people with bipolar who have experienced trauma. So that's really exciting. Uh, Not only did they find potentially, I mean, with a grain of salt, this is a PR situation, but potentially find 
what they seem to think is the chemical key to bipolar disorder, but they also um, explained it in such a way as that it gave that it gave credence to the theory that bipolar comes from uh, a lot of different sources and isn't just one simple thing. So it's basically one chemical change that causes like a chemical change that is caused by different life events or uh, environmental events, which is really, really fascinating. And I hope that there's more that comes out on this soon, because I'd like to see an article that kind of gives it a better layperson's treatment. (laughs) This next story that I'm going to talk about also has to do with a different sort of treatment, this time for BPD, borderline personality disorder. And this comes from Psych Congress Network, and that's at psychcongress.com. And I'll link to it in show notes, of course. Well, according to this particular article, um, the the treatment that they suggest for treatment-resistant symptoms of borderline personality is Botox. And I mean the kind that you get zapped into your face to make your wrinkles go away. In fact, the location, it's just like the syringe, just like other kinds of Botox, and the location that they say is helpful for borderline personality traits is right there in the middle of your eyebrows, your little furrow there, or at least my little furrow there. (laughs) I don't know if everybody else has the furrow. But it's interesting. They kind of point towards a possible theory for why this works is, well, first of all, what does happen is after the injections, after the injections, the symptom list, as they uh, report, improved between 50 and 90%. So, and that's on... Uh, improvement in impulsivity, agitation, self-harming, depressive symptoms, and social functioning, which is amazing, right? If true, that's really amazing. Now, the theory as to why this happens is called facial feedback theory, which seems to, it, it indicates that when your face is not able to make the expression of the emotion that your emotion is dulled somewhat. So when you're, um, you know, a person with BPD would have a, a lessened reaction to emotions, which is, you know, the main problem in BPD. I don't know a lot about facial feedback theory, but it sounds fascinating. I wonder if I wonder if we could all just like, maybe it comes down to um, that old saying, you know, smile and the world smiles with you, or maybe even a more the secret kind of thing. Uh, (laughs) You know, if you put that energy out there, you get that back. There's lots of different ways to say the same thing, and they might all boil down to this kind of theory. So put on a happy face, I guess. Sounds trite and terrible, but... Evidently, there's science behind it. And there's another book coming out. I know I keep saying I'm going to do book reviews, and I have not yet done it. 
I apologize for that. I really, I really want to. Um, this particular book that's coming out soon is by Derek Hess, and he's an artist, and he struggles with dual diagnosis of addiction and bipolar disorder. Um, he's putting out an, an art book called 31 Days in May, and evidently he also made a documentary in 2016 called Forced Perspective. Uh, that's not something I've seen, but I am going to look up now, and I will also go ahead and put a link in the show notes, too. So it looks really amazing. There's a few of uh, these really evocative pictures. And I'm definitely going to try and at least find this at a bookstore so I can take a flip through. And, and from what I'm seeing here, it's going to be worth the... Uh, price of admission to take a look at a good uh, coffee table book if you want your guests to ask you questions about bipolar disorder. It looks like he also has a GoFundMe campaign um, that raises money for his tour and for uh, mental health charities called GoFundMe.com slash 31 days in May. So if you're so inclined. Speaking of an art book, I would really like to put some additional content onto my website and maybe in the future um, uh, into other projects as well. So if you have any art that you'd like to share or if you'd like to write a guest blog, let me know. And I'd love to you know, feature that on my website. I love putting content out there and I love to... Um, blog and I love to podcast, but I'm not that great of a visual artist. So there's, to me, there's always something lacking on my blog. So if you have some related content, by all means, let me know. And I'd love to put it up there. Speaking of the blog, I was attempting this month, since it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I believe BPD Awareness Month is, and this particular week is Mental Health Awareness Week, I was going to try and blog every day. That didn't work great. So far, I've done two. It's the seventh day of the month. <laughs> so that's two for seven. Um, but not to be deterred, I'm going to try and um i'll just gonna i'm gonna try to do as many as i can if i can do one a day great hey if i can get a couple out in a day great too but it looks like i'm not going to make that goal so sorry <laughs> all right well unfortunately it's going to be a short one this week guys i i'm sorry but sorry about that so hopefully I can get some of these interviews recorded and get some more content out for you guys next week. Okay, well, thanks so much for listening. As always, you can reach me at thatbword.com or on Twitter at thatbword1. You can find me on Facebook at thatbwordpod and on Pinterest at thatbwordpodcast. And you can find all of my previous episodes at thatbword.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on, to the podcast or wherever you get it. I really appreciate it. And it helps a lot of people find the podcast. I'm sorry I have something weird going in my throat right now. So if I sound weird, that's why I'm not trying to 
be strange. Thank you for listening. And I love all you guys. And it really means a lot to me that you guys um, choose to listen to me every week. So thank you so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.